Well, hello there, my podcast listening peeps, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Stabbed Ego Project, where every single week, you know what we do, we discuss ego, enlightenment, and other cool shit. This week's episode team, I'm incredibly pumped for this week's episode. I know I say this quite a bit, but this week's episode is going to be a special one, because it's the first time I've actually interviewed somebody. Uh, for my for my podcast, the last the first sort of eight eight or nine episodes I think we're up to has been all about me, <laughs> my insight and, and my observations. But to broaden our horizons, we need to obviously be open minded and listening to other people's perspectives of life. Okay, that's why you listen to my podcast so you guys can hear my perspective to broaden yours. And I've got to expand on mine, so I'm going to speak to other people and listen to theirs. All right. So this week's episode, I'm interviewing somebody extremely special in my life. I'll call her my best friend. Uh, she, she's been in and out of my, well, not in and out of my life, but I've known of her for approximately 10 years, just being in my local area, but we've really become close over these last two years because we're pretty aligned with our thoughts and our, our feelings. We're, we're like to share our ideas and, and our emotions as well. So this person here, uh, how do I introduce this person? Well, in today's day and age, in our social media sort of day and age, when we want to suss somebody out, what do we do? Check out their Instagram or Facebook, <laughs> and that gives us a whole perspective on them, a whole idea on their, their whole life, right? Well, this person, uh, her Insta, her Insta, uh, her bio states, spiritual organic gangster with a touch of Botox, a classic Libra, and a cool mum. That sums her up via her social media, I suppose. I'd like to sort of add on to that and say uh, a beautiful soul, entrepreneur, boss bitch, uh, can exaggerate her stories from time to time, <laughs> and somebody that I hold dear to my heart. So again, my homegirl here today is Felicity Morgan. Felicity, welcome. Hello, everyone. Hey, thank you. Uh, so, how are you feeling? So good. Yeah? Thanks for the intro. Thank you. Not nervous or anything? Not really, not anymore. No? <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so, for the listeners out there that, that don't know who you are, like, you've, got, you've got some heap of layers to you. Like yep. some really cool angles on life, on on um, some deep stuff, some heaps of superficial stuff, heaps of de- heaps, heaps of enlightenment stuff. You've got some really cool layers on you, and you play on both sides well. Yeah, which which is great, which I love, and and both sides meaning we uh, we're deep, we're, you're, you're deep, and and you love your spirituality, but then you play on the physical realm, which we live in this physical realm where you look after yourself, get love Botox, a good selfie. yeah, you get, love a good selfie, which is great, right? Yeah, hundred percent, and and that's what I love about you. You know, you can have a superficial conversation, which is great, which we do have from, as well, but then we can go deep and go, hang on a sec, and, and you can call me on my bullshit, which is great, and I'll call you on your bullshit yeah. too, and there's a lot of that, but I... <laughs> <laughs> More for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for, for the guys that don't know you out there, so, uh, or the ones that actually do, a lot of people know you from the television show, The Seven Year Switch, yep. the reality TV show, The Seven Year Switch. Now, this show, I, I watched as well, like... Um, it was about three years ago now? I would say about three years ago, yeah. Cool. So tell us a bit about the show, just so the guys can understand sort of who you are. Not not totally who you are, but just uh, an experience that you went through. Yeah. So I think it was um, four couples from memory. <laughs> I don't remember. Great memory. <laughs> um, and you got switched with um, a partner that was more like-minded like you, or what I guess the producers thought would create good television but so like a partner swap <laughs> yeah 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 so sounds somebody sounds <laughs> apparently it was meant to be like um someone who mirror image the way that you are in a relationship wow yeah okay cool so do you think they delivered on that um i think they did in some aspects 100 percent. so i got matched with a guy called 
Whoa. Oh my god, what's his name? I don't know. <laughs> you watched it. <laughs> um, I've just Mark. said it. Mark. Mark, Mark. Was right? it Mark? Yes, oh. I'm pretty sure it was Mark. Yeah. And, oh, he's great. oh my god. Hope he doesn't listen to this oh. <laughs> So, the way he was in, on, and Mike, my, um, my partner, your, your um, real like life my partner. actual real life partner, yeah. yeah, was matched with his girlfriend, Caitlin. And so the way that I was apparently perceived in a relationship was that um, I was never fully committed. Like I was always kind of like one foot in, one foot out. Yep. Which I emotionally, totally, right? Emotionally. Yeah. And you know what? I totally own that. Um, and he was very much the same with his partner. And Caitlin and Mike were very the emotional... Um, for lack of a better word, needy, but like not needy as in, as in a way like, like that, but they kind of needed, um, like good quality time. Intimacy was really important to them. And Mark and I kind of had our own lives kind yep. of thing and kind of like, liked our own time and, um, yeah. Okay, cool. So, okay. How, how does... How's your relationship with this age? How does somebody get onto a show like that? Is it is it somewhere where you your mic okay? We need to go on a show to fix our shit up, or do like do some? How's it how's it work? So most people apply when when any of these ones. Um, if you had pl- applied for a show like let's say a renovation show, they might like poach you or something like that. That yep. didn't really happen for Mike and I, but we did get poached. Um, just like someone knew us who knew us or something like that cool. and we got asked if we wanted to be on there but um yeah most people just applied for it cool so mm. do, do your mark sit down beforehand and go look shit's not working let's go on and see if we can make this work or what, what did you want to get out of the show so at the time i was desperate to be honest um i when i think i think at the time i was literally so desperate that i was sold an idea by the producers and i was just like if this can at all help me in some way yeah, cool. um in my relationship then 100 percent, i'll do it yeah cool okay yeah and i know you know knowing you for the, even the past two years you've, you've gone on an incredibly amount of, of personal growth mm. away from a relationship or whatever it is so what do you think was the main thing that you got out of the show? Like you got your mic still together or your mic still together? Sorry. So no, no, we're not currently together. Um, so we broke up probably six months after three months after the show aired. So the pressure of the show airing is what like broke us completely. Heavy. Yeah. Yeah. We, I just got so much hate. Um, he got so much hate and yeah, it just was really toxic to be honest. And then, yeah, we decided to up okay okay uh so that's a bit about the show so let's let's rewind it a little bit so a bit about you like mm. well i know that the show was about you but uh tell us a bit about felicity's upbringing okay so um i was born in las vegas and vegas, <laughs> vegas baby um is that like I, as fun as it sounds or no it, not really yeah, not as a toddler right no. <laughs> um we got deported when i think i was like six or seven years old and moved to america with i think my dad had ten dollars moved to um moved to australia okay, sorry cool. so um we got deported and like literally like came over here with ten dollars so what, when you get deported, deported why? What happened? my dad was a bit naughty okay cool. we'll leave it at that okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Enough> <laughs> moving and, on <laughs> um yeah, so obviously our home and everything went to the government wow. and um, came over here with nothing, pretty much. Like the Salvos, the Smith family helped us out. Shit. Yeah, so it was it was pretty bad. We How were, old are you now? Uh, that's, that's um, I think I was six or seven years old. Like, wow. I really do understand. Like, we literally had the cops, um, the feds rock up at our door and they said that we have six minutes to leave or five minutes to leave. Wow. And I packed uh, my teddy and an outfit and that's it. That's all you need, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. Listen. Yeah. Okay. My sister's actually still got her teddy bear. Really? Yeah, which is pretty cool. <laughs> okay, wow. Uh, 
and you just have the emotional damage. No, I'm only joking. I'm only playing. I'm sorry. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so, sorry, jokes aside. It's not, it's not, uh, so, being in Australia, so what's the, what's the, so what happened in Australia? So, t- tell me a bit about okay. that. So, now you're in Australia? So, um, obviously, the pressure, my mum and dad were completely financially screwed. Um, my mum could, I think, barely afford us, really, pretty much. Um, and they broke up. My mum ended up with another partner, and that was all great um, at the start. He was really kind and all that type of stuff. And then a few months in, um, he was, ended up being quite abusive to mostly me, but and my sister. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that finished with him when I was like about seventeen years old. So a long time, ten years of abuse, and not just like little abuse, <laughs> like pretty heavy abuse. So. Um, yeah, and that kind of, I think, was majority of my childhood. Not because like that was all my childhood, but it intoxicated all areas well, of my life. Fair enough, yeah. yeah. Well, it's obviously a heavy stage, mm. a heavy, heavy start to your life, right? Yeah. And it's, it's you know, it's interesting or generally those that are the deepest and those that are most empathetic and, and enlightened for like, or whatever it is that, that are so emotionally intelligent or whatever it is, are the ones that have been through some heavy shit in their past. Right? Yeah. How do you feel that that back then has this maybe affected your current life or relationships or, or do, do you feel that any of that sort of stuff has affected who you are today or have, has impacted anything in your life? Oh, it's just changed me for who I am at first. Um, I obviously was in victim mode. Um, I had that victim mentality for a very long time. You know, um, I would put that's why I couldn't have healthy relationships, healthy friendships, um, or anything like that. I just chose really healthy, unhealthy relationships for a very long time. Um, abusive men. Yeah. Pretty much all my partners, except Mike. (laughs) And I think maybe like... Mike's a really cool guy. He's just beautiful. Like, he's just so kind. Like, he can look scary, but he's like not, um, just such a beautiful guy. But, um... Yeah, it definitely, um, I think it's because how I thought love was and how I received love as a child is how I accepted it in my future for a very long time. Yeah, well, mm. yeah, so that there's, there's things shown that from zero, from when we're born until, I don't know, eight, nine or whatever it is, that's when we're, we're being programmed with our beliefs on life, on love, on money, on emotional intelligence, on whatever it is. So, yeah. So, you, what did you, did you maybe associate, like, this is, I'm not putting words in your mouth, but yeah. is that, is that, that stage there was he showing you love at that stage or is that what you thought love was he told me he, I'm about. yeah he told me um the reason why he would abuse me was because he was so passionately like because he loved me so much and cared for me and all that type of stuff and then you've got my dad on the other hand who was always inconsistent in and out of my life so yeah. wow. now i crave this consistency and this passion and this want so um where do you find that usually in aggressive men? Mm. Because that passion, you, I connected that with love, right? Yeah, wow. You know, um, the controlling aspect and stuff like that. I got that from my stepdad and I wanted the passion in my relationship, in my intimate relationships that I didn't get from my dad. Yeah, my dad wow. never showed me he wanted me. The only time that he wanted me, and still now, as you know, Luke, um, that's a whole other story. Yeah. But he's only ever wanted to be in my life if it's of financial gain, emotional gain, physical gain. It's always got to be on conditions. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. So you you had sort of both sides. You mm. had you had somebody that was totally detached and somebody that was yeah, extremely passionate. That was hurt. That that was yep. physically hurting you. Wow. What a what a time to go through as as like a as a kid, right? Yeah. And do you know what's even worse is like my mum is a um, 
I, love I, I know she I won't love mind love. saying this, and I know she won't. Um, she is a sexual abuse victim. Like she's been sexually abused as her, um, by her stepfather when she was younger. So she, she couldn't daughter, even, she couldn't even like mentally even see it. Whether she knew what was going on to the extent of what was going on in my life, um, and throughout my whole childhood, and when I grew up to other relationships that I had, because that was so normal for her. Like any type of abuse. She couldn't even connect with it. Yeah, wow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like that domino effect, right? Hundred percent. So yeah. yeah. Well, that, the domino effect, and it's it's you talk about that the domino effect, but I've given props to yourself. You've broken that because I've seen how you are with your kids and yeah. and, and with your family. Oh, that was my biggest thing. I remember always saying to myself, and I remember like literally being 15 years old, going, "I am not gonna like this chain stops with me." Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Well, and you've definitely delivered on that. Yeah, I have. Yeah. yeah, I can definitely say. Yeah, I yeah. know that. <laughs> like, I know I'm a good mum. You can see you're proud of yeah. that. And I've, you know, being on the on the speaking circuit, and I speak at a lot of parent evenings as well, and I, I talk about a lot about what, what I hope you can extend on about parents possibly, and I know that parents can get their back up about this and they can get pretty angry and defensive, which I totally respect, but... And I think I've spoken about it in another episode where the parents lose their identity in their kids as, as this parent or this mum. Can you add on to that, please? Oh, I love this topic. Um, yeah, I lost myself when I first became a mum, I think, um, because I had this responsibility of that I wanted the perfect family because I never had it. Getcha. And because I felt like my mum was never there for me as a child. I'm not saying because she wasn't. But in the ways that I needed her, she couldn't give me that. And that's fine. Like, I know the reasons why she couldn't, because she was dealing with her own pain. So I felt this need that I had to be this perfect, amazing mom because of I knew all the the trauma that I had gone through because of the way that my parents were and my stepdad and all that type of stuff. I felt like I had to be, like, this most amazing mom ever. And I lost myself as a mom for the first two to three years. I literally didn't know who I was outside being a mom. And it nearly drove me into an anxiety mess. Like yeah, everything yeah. had to be perfect. Yeah. Everything had to be like organic and everything had to be this and everything had to be that and everything like, and that's all fine. Yeah. And, and show that you're this perfect mum. Yeah. I've got to be around them all the time. Yeah, every weekend yeah. they've got to like, they've got to experience a new park and a new experience and a new whatever. And I lost myself, I get you. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And knowing, knowing who you are now and we're going to get, get into a bit more detail about some of the shit that you cop for, yeah. for different things. And, and some of it, well, a lot of it comes down to your parenting as well, because yeah. I, I see some comments made and, but you've got a beautiful balance in your life. And that's why I feel that like you're this empathetic, beautiful soul. You've, you're this humble soul. And, and that's why I love being with you, love being around with you, love being around you is because you, you do have this beautiful balance where you are a gangster mum, where you do so much for your kids and, and you've even, uh, a cool thing you've, you got, you bought your kids, uh, primary school, I think it was, or daycare, a, a filter, a water, <laughs> filtered water, uh, filtered yeah. water or filter for their water, was it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, <laughs> so you're not having that fluoride shit, right? And, no, and. And it's just like you've you've got this really cool balance where you where you are a boss mom. I've I've seen you with your kids and and you've got a beautiful connection with your kids. However, you still are an individual. Like yeah. You, you, uh, still socialize. Yeah. Still value my friendships. I know how important they are now. And you can't for me. Um, my 
identity is so much more than a mum. I am a mother and I'm a mother to my kids. And when I'm a mum, I'm a fucking mum. Yeah, I know. But I've when I'm that. not a mum, I'm with my friends, I'm with my mum, I'm with I'm at the gym doing stuff that makes me feel good and Getting fills your hair my done cover. Every Friday, by the way. Getting my hair yeah. blow dried every Friday. Because <laughs> you know what? I freaking deserve it. You know? And it makes me yes, feel good and exactly. I feel good about myself. This is still your life. It's this still is still my life. life. Yeah. yeah, this is still yeah, this is um yeah, I just find that I am the reason why I can be so present with my kids is because my cup is full and they get all the stuff overflowing from yeah, it, right? Beautiful, yeah. You know, beautiful. they don't get the end of me, they get when I'm good. Yeah, you yeah know? nice. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Felicity. That's beautiful. Don't get me wrong, and I just want to touch on this. There's times I lose my patience. Yeah. You know, there's times I'm <laughs> not human. perfect yeah. and I'm sleep deprived or I'm stressed from work or whatever it may be. But um, when I do, I always connect to my kids and I say sorry and I explain why I've done that or anything like that. Like, I literally have these conversations with my kids. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. And I've seen that. And, yeah. And do you feel that I've... That's why that your kids are so open with you as well, correct? Yeah. Like, that, that some of the some of the words they use are incredible. just... Incredible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Incredible. And I spoke on a previous episode where, you know, for... For us to help people or wanting to help people, even if it's our kids or family, whatever it is, you know, we can obviously plant seeds and, and our kids, you obviously have to do so, uh, other things to help. But the main thing to help or to, to guide our children or our, or our friends is being an example. 100% because what do they say? Like, what's that thing? It's like kids, um, it's not what you say, it's what you do. Yeah, and exactly. it's so, so true. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, I honestly, like the things that I do, my kids mimic all the time. That's right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And even touching on, on that as well seeing my dad growing up my dad was an alcoholic mm. and he drank and he was trying to get me off the alcohol when I was like 15, 16 I was like well, you're fucking drinking all the time I love that episode when yeah. you into that yeah. yeah and it wasn't until he gave up and made, it gave me hope because exactly. yeah so how can we guide somebody if we're, if we're going against that Don't yeah. get, we're not perfect though. we all stuff up yeah. we all stuff up and there's there's a cool touching on that as well there's a cool like talking about your upbringing there's a cool story of two young guys and one both like growing up one their father was an alcoholic as well, incredibly abusive, would hit the kids, or was a raging alcoholic, fought and threw the mum around and all this sort of stuff. And then they interviewed the, the two young guys later on in life when they were in their 20s, and one was severe alcoholic, uh, doing the exact same thing, hurting people in relationships, down crime, and the other one, clean sober, would never drink in his life or whatever. Yeah. So they interviewed the one that was that was the, the alcoholic as well and goes, okay how do you think you've gotten to this stage right, right? and he said well how, how couldn't I just have a look at my father and they interviewed the one that was clean sober and they said how come you're clean sober where the other he goes well how couldn't I just look at my father yeah wow isn't it it's how you respond to it exactly and what you take from it and obviously perception perception that's yeah. right yeah so we all go through shit right everyone yeah. goes through shit everyone but one was a victim well, exactly Exactly. That's the thing. That's and we right. can live in that. Everyone becomes a victim at one point in yeah, their life. Sure. Everyone you can play that be. shit from time to time, yeah. for sure. For yeah, sure. and like, there's still moments that I do, you know, yeah. but it's about calling yourself out and really reeling it back in and going, hey, what am I actually doing? Is it happening to me yeah. or am I reacting to it in a really fucked way? Yes, beautiful. Yeah. And what can I learn from it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, it's exactly how it's how we respond to it. And... Uh, like I said, I know you've, you've, you cop a bit of criticism, a bit of shit, you know, for, for your... Your parenting uh, mm. and a couple of other things, but your, your parenting, I feel like, yeah, and being an observer of your your posts, and I like to, I, I know, I just, you know, I love checking out your photos. You look great, but I like seeing the comments as well because you know I'm a bit <laughs> big observer of life. I like to see different emotions and, and how people respond, and a lot of the hate, 
you know, about your, your parenting, I, you know, just as I don't want to, again, put words into your mouth, but is it, do you feel a lot of where that, a lot of hate comes from that they, where maybe a mum or something might see that you're, you're still doing your thing, still getting your hair blow dried, still doing all this sort of stuff. Whereas they're, you know, putting all their time in their kids, but, you know, again, still doing certain things in their life. But do you feel that it comes from maybe a, a, a point where they're not happy with uh, where they're at or that they're, that they're not happy with their balance in their lives? Do you feel that that's where it comes from? Yeah, I think, you know, what's funny. Yeah, I do get a lot of stuff about my parenting because, um, you know, obviously we, firstly, we post the highlights of our crap on social media. Let's yeah. say that first. Yeah. So every, every Friday I get my hair blow dried. Everyone knows that that's what I do. And, you know, it's so funny that people can think me taking an hour a week for myself, it actually takes about 40, 40 minutes. But if I went out and had a wine by myself, I wouldn't be second-guessed. would be like, oh, yeah, ah, mum life. Yes. Mum life. Oh, you deserve that. But me doing something healthy for myself that feels good wow. is so, yeah, judged. But um, it honestly doesn't affect me because I know... Um, happy mom equals happy kids and that and then that is my kids are just living proof of that yeah beautiful. so it really doesn't bother me anymore and i do think that when you're a happy person and you know that you're doing the best thing for yourself for your kids for your family your friends whatever it may be you're not worried what other people are doing yeah true exactly you know, yeah, if you have right. those triggers inside and you feel like you're not doing enough and and the fact that mom guilt is so strong these days and that there just shows if a mum is feeling guilty about their lacking or something like that, they might take that on someone else. They're probably doing the best they can, might I add. Yeah, for sure. But they've just yeah. got that mum guilt society. It's like you've got this pressure of just being the perfect mum, you know? Yeah. And no such thing, right? There's no such thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's no such <laughs> thing. I've tried. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't work. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's add on, on to that. So about the, the, the messages you get. Yeah. Now, a lot of these messages I see as well about your parenting, but the other side of things is people – see you posting about, you know, organic and uh, clean foods, uh, spirituality, meditating, meditating, looking after yourself, making sure you're clean, all this sort of stuff, paleo. And then uh, you'll do a post where you're getting a needle in your face, getting injected with some Botox or you'll be in Thailand getting your boobies done. Yeah. Right. And, and a lot of these comments come out saying you're a hypocrite and on surface level from people that may be a little... I could see that. Yeah, totally. And that's why I don't get triggered by it. And I just try and use that to, you know, say to them, like, we need to stop putting people in categories. Yes. Just because I like the taste of organic food and I, and I like how it makes me feel doesn't mean I can't get my boobs on because you know what? Getting my boobs on, it fucking makes me feel good too. You know what I mean? <laughs> and how I like to live my life is not by being the most healthiest person in the world. I just live my life by whatever makes me happy, I'm going to do. Yeah, whatever makes me feel good, I'm going to do. Beautiful. Beautiful. And eating clean and... and- yeah, and mentally makes me feel better. Like yep. when I eat crap and I don't move my body and I and I don't meditate, I don't feel good. I feel disconnected with myself. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Getting Botox, I've never had a bad reaction from it. I don't. It doesn't make me feel bad. I don't like wrinkles, so I'm gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get Botox, and that's okay. We don't need to fit into a category. For do you know sure, what I mean? For sure. We are like so many different dimensions, and the fact that we are trying to think that we're in certain categories and this is exactly what's wrong with the world right now is because we're putting this pressure onto people that if you like a certain thing you've got to only do that and only like that you've got to fit into a category and it's like we're living up to these expectations that people are creating of us or we're feeling like we need to live up to 
Yeah, exactly. Because then as soon as somebody steps outside of that, or because life, we're not perfect, then they're hypocrite yeah. or then they're, they're, they're going against their whole belief system. Yeah. But, but really, they're just you know what, experiencing life, right? Yeah, well, that'd be like you're a rugby league player, so you've got to do everything that a rugby league player would look like and what they would do. Or you're, you're a mum, so you've got to do everything that that would look like. For sure. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Just be your fucking self. Yeah, for sure. And if, 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 and if it... During the week, you're healthy, and, and, and then all of a sudden, you want to eat shit on the whatever it is. Yeah, yeah just don't put like this a, pressure on like yourself. Like a personal like, trainer. Like, a personal trainer can still eat a burger and chips and go out on the weekend and have 10 vodka sodas. Yeah. Who cares? And the next Monday, be like to their client, okay, you need to stick to your calories, or you need to start working out more, whatever it may be. Like, it doesn't need to be categorized. Yeah, so true. Yeah. So true. I remember being with my, being with a, I won't say names, of course, but with an ex-girlfriend, and I remember we are at... A, at Woolies and we're buying groceries and mm. she wasn't a big fan on organic and all this sort of stuff I love my organic food right? Yeah. and so I got some some carrots organic carrots and I got some uh, capsicum all this sort of stuff but they, they didn't have any organic broccoli oh, shit. so I just went over and got the normal broccoli yeah. she goes what are you getting that for I said oh you know they don't have an organic she goes well what's the point in getting everything else organic then Oh, and do you know what I, I want to put to you as well? That there, right? That, but it's not what you do once, it's what you do consistently. Every yeah, day I'm not injecting myself with yes. Botox, baby. Every day I'm eating organic, I'm going for walks, I'm, I'm being kind to myself, I'm meditating. Then once every four to six months, I put two meals of Botox in my, into my forehead. Yep. Who freaking cares? Yeah. Do you does know what I mean? you happy and it makes you exactly yeah. right. Exactly right. That doesn't mean you're you're an unhealthy, bad person at no. all. Or you're a fake bitch or anything. No, it means, you, yeah, you're just playing and on both sides, right? right? But if I, and, and, and this is what I always find as well, but if I had a few wines on the weekend, which once again, it's still a drug. And it's still toxic for us, and it's still poison. That because it's legalized and not socially, as, it's socially accepted. It's socially accepted. I don't get. I would not get ashenized. What's the word? Ashenized. Oh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> not, like I wouldn't get hate for it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. I like the it. Botox, you words I like that to do because I need to sound smart on here. Ashenized. What's ashenized? You know, is it patronized? Patronized. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need to Google that after. Yeah. yeah. Leave it in the comments, guys. <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. So you're right, and and that that pressure of being this specific identity is one of the major causes of of a lot of mental health issues these days. Oh, how about this, right? Like, so before I've always wanted to get my boobs on my dad. So, um, to just quickly touch on this, so I had two kids breastfed, and I um ended up getting a thing called mastitis, and I had it for like years. It's really, really bad infection. It, like, ate all my muscle to the point it was actually painful. Like, it was so bad. I wanted to get my boobs on for so long, but I was scared to get them done because of the judgment. Shit, yeah. Do you know what I mean? To yep. the point that I literally avoided, I didn't put my ch- children into swimming lessons because I knew I had to get into the water with them and I didn't want to be in swimmers. Wow. Do you but, know what I mean? But you're a selfish bitch if you get your, if you get your titties on. Exactly. Like, the, yeah, like my kids were missing out on going to the beach sometimes because I was so paranoid about my breasts. You know what I mean? And like, breasts, we'll call them breasts. Sorry, I'll call them breasts. <laughs> titties. <laughs> And, like, I think that's great. It's all about self-love and self-acceptance. And I, I know I'm all about that, trust me. But I tried to do that for so long. And I was like, I can't wait another fucking five years of self-growth and yes, self-acceptance yes, when I'm, yes. I'm listening, I'm missing out on shit. Do you know what I mean? Get you. Get you for sure. And sort of just uh, expanding on that, I don't know if, if – well, I haven't spoken about it in, in my podcast. But, you know, I used to be overweight, you know, 130 kilos, whatever, big guy, and I lost 50 kilos. But – and during that stage of my life, you know, when I was overweight, I never took my shirt off. I was scared of taking my shirt off, worried what people think. And then after turning my life around with my talk, a lot of my t- speaking is is around our, our youth mental health and, and also, you know, anybody's mental health. And a lot of the issues come down to worrying what people think, right? It goes a lot deeper than that. I'm just touching on it now. But 
I was even being after this whole this whole journey that I've been on, I had after losing the weight, I had loose skin at the bottom of my stomach. I remember, yeah, yeah, and and it was something that got in the way of you know I, I, I really annoyed, especially when I was uh, what do I say when I was shirtless and moving around a bit. <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> Especially when I was making love. Like yeah, I was being intimate with someone, a new intimate. person yeah, and like yeah. hugging and Look at me, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Just say it, you can. <laughs> when I was being intimate, intimate, that's a, that's a good yeah. way of saying it. When I was being yeah. intimate with somebody, I felt this, you know, this skin just, especially when I was on top, just this skin was just sort of flopping around and, and it did my head in. But on the other side, I'm, I'm speaking to kids about body image and being being help, happy, help like being still looking after yourself, but being, you know, happy with your body. But again, I'm not perfect. I still had this thing down the bottom and, I, and it did my head in. So I had surgery. I, yeah. had, I had the skin removed and it's the best thing I've ever done. Yeah, exactly. Just, so it doesn't need to be like, we don't need to live in this like... What's the word? Like, oh, I don't even know the word. Like, you're such an extensive words. way. Like, it. what's the word when it's like you're one way or the Extremist? other? Yeah, we don't need to live yeah. to these extremes. Like, yeah. we don't need to be black and white. It can be, we can just be who the fuck we are and yes. what we want to do. And and I feel the exact same thing. I remember even with Mike, who I'm so comfortable with, like, might add, before I got my boobs done, um, I would never even take my bra off with him. Yeah, and he was, like, the one who gave me my children and watched me breastfeed and stuff like that. And, like, if he went to touch him, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, stop. Like, it would just turn me off the movie. Yeah, see, Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, Everyone's got their own battles, right? Yeah. Everyone's got their own. Yeah. And, mm. and let's, 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 it brings up a good point. So everyone's got their own battles and, and we never know what's going on in somebody's lives. Mm. And, you know, we all promote, you know, that we're, we're, we're this confident person, yep. right? That and or, you know, we, we've still got we, – we obviously still put it out there about our insecurities and stuff like that. However – some people, like I said, get, getting back to this, people calling you hypocrite on online, yep. right? People, people saying you you do you you do this and that, whatever, calling you hypocrite. And some of the messages I receive are just just bonkers, right? How, is it? How do you deal with that? Because like, out of anybody I know, you cop so much shit, but you're you're still staunch. And how do you deal with that? Do you ever break? Do you ever snap back? Do you ever tell people to go fuck themselves? Okay, what do you do? there's a few different things. The first thing is. One thing that I noticed, um, especially after the show, might I add, like I'm talking, there was thousands of Twitter, Facebook, like every night after. Are you episode, watching them as well? Are you yeah. Oh gosh, I'd stay up every single night and just <sighs> read them with anxiety. Mike and I'd be disconnected. I'd take it out of my kids. I'd be vomiting. It was just like the worst thing ever. And you know what? I, I quickly realized you will never control what people say about you. Yes. But you know what you can control? How you respond to it. Mm, How nice. you let it affect you. Yeah. If it's worth engaging in. You know, how you respond to all that type of stuff and whether you actually give a fuck, the people saying these things, do you, do you aspire to be them? Is yeah. there anything that you probably would want from them? Do you know what I mean? Like, is there anything sure. like, and, and I find with stuff like that as well, like knowing that hurt people hurt people. Hurt people hurt people. Yeah. Nice. I like that. You yeah. know, and I know when someone is saying something to me, um, it's a trigger point for them, Yeah, you know, yep. and if it affects me, if it's hurt, if it hurts me, it's a trigger point for me. And it's actually an opportunity oh, wow. yes. for me to heal myself. So every single comment, do you know how much healing I've done from trolls and haters? Yeah. Wow. Because each wow. time there, there's some comments, like it just sounds something so silly. Like for instance, like if someone tried to question you that the sky is green, you wouldn't even get up, to, up about it. Right. Yeah. That's right. Because you know, it's blue. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. So if someone says something to you that you know is completely not true, you don't even really care. Yeah, wow. But when you feel like it's somewhat true, or you're insecure about it, 
it triggers you. Yes, wow. Not saying it's true, but it's something that you need to heal about yourself. Yeah, nice. Yeah. 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 Something so now, deeper, right? Something deeper. So many things when it comes to being a mum and stuff like that, and I would get triggered by that. As long as I know that I'm doing everything with my kids and being the best mum that I can be, even if it, even if it, that's like 20 minutes of undivided attention per kid per day, yeah. when someone writes something nasty about me, about my parenting, it's not going to get to me. That's right, yeah. You know? Gotcha. What about for your body image? What about when people say stuff about, about certain things or saying about the, the, the Botox or saying, so how, do you, how do you get through that? Because I know... I get a lot of messages from specific, like a lot of primary school students and, and also high school students, a lot of girls, a lot of guys as well, but talking about body image, people calling them fat dogs and people, and it's, and it's getting to them because it, you know, it's, it's understandable that this stuff's getting to them. How do you, how do you get through that? Okay. So when, I think when it comes to like, for instance, body image, and I actually get a lot of stuff about um, my body, as you would probably have seen, know, whether that, um, when I posted about what my boobs were like, um, about my weight, like I think the other day, actually, it was a couple of days ago, I was wearing a crop top in the gym and I was filming me doing a workout and I got told that um, I wasn't fit enough or I didn't look good enough to wear a crop top to the gym, you know? But do you know what? Two years ago, I would have been like, oh, they're probably right. But do you know what I did the next day? I got back into the gym wore a cop top and post it again. Yes. Yeah, you know? Yeah, get you. Yep. And took a selfie because, you know what, at the end of the day, if that triggers me, it's because I don't love myself or there is something yes. that I'm... I, it just shows that I need to do the work to... Um, work on self-love, right? Work on self-love. Yeah, yeah. because those comments are always going to come. Look, we're, we're nearly... At, you're in your 30s. I'm nearly 30 and I'm still getting these comments. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, doesn't We're never going to control it. Yeah, it doesn't end at school. And whether that be from like a family member going, oh, you've put on some weight or, oh, you need to yes. slow down on that. Better not eat that. Yeah. Or whatever. Or a guy, oh, gosh, you're looking skinny. You need oh, to put on some size, right? Yeah, yeah. Or a girl, you're looking bulky. Yes. You, mean, I, you think you need to lay off those weights. Whatever it may be, it's never going to stop. And I hate to say that. Because it's never going to stop. Yeah. But what we can control is how we respond to it and how we react to it. And I think another thing that's got to come down to, making sure you've got a good support system. Making sure you have good people around you, don't you reckon? Yeah, for sure. You're that's right. massive. Yep. Yep. Yeah. For sure, definitely. And because, you know, we say it a lot, you are your environment. If people yep. are feeding you with confidence and, and, and speaking to you like about, about life and not judging other people, then you're, you're not going to think people are going to be judging you. Yeah. You know, if you're hanging out with judgmental people or you're judging people, that's when we get insecure because we think people are going to do the same to us. Yeah. So really, everything really starts with us, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess like pushing yourself, like if something makes you feel uncomfortable pushing through it. So for instance, for years, I've always wanted to wear a crop top to a gym. I'm actually sitting here right now on a crop top. Yep. Right? Yep. Have you yep. ever seen me do that? No. Right? Never. Never. First time. First Ever. time. Like yep. I'm always in jumpers, yep. long sleeves, right. always covering my upper body. Yeah. And so people would put shit on me because they knew that that would be a trigger point for me. Right. Yes. And I would get triggered every single time. And then I got to a point to myself going like, this is never going to stop unless I actually push myself and realize it's not that scary to wear a crop top. Yeah, and then I did, you get and then it, right? I did work to the crop top in the gym. Everyone's going on with their life. Everyone's squatting. Everyone's deadlifting. Everyone's doing anything. And then three people came up to me going, gosh, you look amazing. Yes. yes. I was like, oh my gosh, that wasn't even that scary. Yeah, nice. For freaking years, I've been wanting and like sweating like a Schmidt, <laughs> freaking yeah. squatting and 36 degree heat, wanting to wear a crop top. And I've just made this massive big deal about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I just push through it. And when you are like that, when you are sort of maybe 
putting on this fake persona or this hiding certain aspects of your life. That's when we attract people into our lives that, that aren't aligned with who we are because we're putting the fucking fake person out there anyway. So, yeah. So when we are in tune with ourselves, whether that's being confident with our bodies, confident with our job roles, confident with whatever it is, if we're confident in ourselves, that's when we attract the people that we want in our lives because we're being ourselves. Yeah, and I think it comes with like um, body positivity as well. If you love yourself, you want to fuel yourself with healthy foods and do healthy things yeah, and well engage said. in healthy things and like naturally you feel better. Like I'm sure you know like when you go on a binge, which I haven't in a while, but like there's times that we might go out and drink and like eat food the next day that's not the best for us or whatever. The next couple of days you don't feel good and you kind of want to shy away a little bit, yeah? That's right, yeah. But after eating healthy and good and being, not saying you need to be so strict, but I'm just saying eating majority healthy. You're out about, check out my shit. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you're like, like, yeah, Yeah, yeah. you're shredding your your stuff, you know? Even if you don't look different on the outside, you you experience yourself as different. You see yourself better. And that just goes to show everything starts internally. Exactly. It's nothing. If you you are unhappy with yourself at 150 kilos, you're going to be unhappy with yourself at 60 kilos. Yeah, well said. Yeah, Yeah, it's just, it's about mindset, right? Yep, exactly right. Okay, cool. So that's uh, thanks for that for that insight because I know a lot of my listeners, uh, especially the, the kids, but you know everybody, we all mm. go through this shit. A lot of people are gonna uh, get get some good value out of that. So thank you, Felicity. Mm. Uh, so moving on from that, uh, what are you reading at the moment? Okay, change, so, a bit of a change of pace. What yeah. are you reading? Or what do you like reading? So I've been really into audio books at the moment because I spend a lot of time a lot of my time on the road. Yep. I hope you're listening to my podcast, by the way, when you're on the road. I do listen yeah, I to your podcast. I, I love listening to your podcast. Um, <laughs> What's it called again? <laughs> Stabbed Ego Project. <laughs> um, I don't know. Was it this episode? Was it this? So we, we, did, an, we did an intro. Uh, was, on it's my on, YouTube. It's on, it's on your YouTube. So Shameless cl- uh, plug. Yeah, yeah, Felicity Morgan on YouTube. <laughs> Felicity Morgan. Yeah, you've got to give yourself a plug. So on her, her vlog, it's called a vlog, right? Yeah. And just before this, before we started recording this, so she was like, okay, guys, I'm here doing doing the, uh, the podcast for the... Uh, uh, and forgot what my fucking podcast name was <laughs> on her I vlog. I swear I'm your number one fan. And I was like, yeah, great. Thanks for that. So what are you reading? Come on. Or what okay. are you listening to? Okay. So I'm listening to um, an audio book called Atomic Habits. Yes. At the moment. Sounds Freaking good. amazing. Um, so simple. So it would be great for anybody with like their, one of their first books or like something to read that's quite simple and easy to digest. Not like Power of the Now. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like it's something... So personal development, obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like about, um, you know, how we've conditioned ourselves and how like our upbringings might have conditioned our habits and our environments conditioned our habits and all that type of stuff. Yeah, nice. Um, and I'm also listening to... I've what, nearly finished... So, so just, just touching on that before you move on. So becoming aware of our habits... You, that I said that's the first step towards getting control of them and 100%. seeing what yeah and realizing why we're acting certain ways why you're getting in those specific relationships yeah you know, see like, habit yeah habit. It's where we feel comfortable right yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. becoming aware of those things. so does, does that book touch on this help it on does it? It, it, it does it a little, in a very simple way but it, it touches on all different aspects and What's I it literally again, sorry? Um, atomic habits atomic habits listen, yeah. listen in yeah uh, I mean yeah. Listening or reading, you know. What I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I got the books. I just find you can just smash audiobook, it out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the audio book. Sorry, but um, I am one of a creature of habit. I can call myself out on that. I totally am. Yep. Um. I create um a lot of habits through like dynamics and stuff that I create through friendships, family, whatever. Like I can 
be very hot and cold. I'm sure you know, even know that. Like yes. sometimes I could be heaps in contact, yep. and then I can go MIA. Then you don't answer six of my calls. Yes, and, and then I'm... You get six in a row, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm just one of those people, and I was, I, I noticed. Do you wait? Do you only call me as well when I only call you when we're driving? It's like okay, I've got time it's to our, kill it. Yeah, call it. <laughs> it's our driving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can always. I remember one time you called me, and I and you sounded different. I'm like, oh my God, you're not in your car, that's why. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm like, who is this? Yeah. You're like, it's Luke. And I'm like, um, is that? <laughs> All right, cool. So, did we get on from that? What were we talking what about? What were we saying? Oh yeah, bad habits and stuff like yeah. that. So, oh yeah, other book. What, what else are you reading? Okay, yep. Yeah, so, I just finished The Barefoot Investor. Ah, nice. Yeah. I'm trying to get like my finances. You are a boss bitch. I love you with your finances, okay? <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah. I'm getting You there. barely get your wallet out when, when we're paying for lunch, but other than <laughs> he that... He actually yeah. shouted me. I was like, I'm like, is this a tax write-off for the subject? Go for <laughs> when she does get a wallet out, these, these moths will fly out of her, um, her change purse. Anyways, moving on from that. So um, I'm trying to be more mindful of my spending and stuff like oh, is that. Is that, is that is <laughs> no, no, is that, no, no. Is that what you call it? Oh, <laughs> no, no, that is so funny. Barefoot investor. Yep. yep so um, that, and I think there's one other that I saw. Oh, The Untethered Soul, which I'm only like one chapter in. So to be honest, I ha- wasn't really listening to it. You okay. know when you first yes. listen to a book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to like redo the chapter. So yeah. that's what I've been listening to right now, but I've been really into it. Deep stuff. And also stuff that you can obviously use from day to day, right? Yeah. Okay, beautiful. So uh, I know you're, uh, like I said, a bit of a bus bitch and you're into your your entrepreneurship uh, and your business. And uh, before we move on, to touch on your, so you you own a business called That Paleo Chef. Yeah. And I've experienced firsthand how fucking yummy your vegan treats are. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before we even sort of reconnected uh, i was going out to like yep. uh, cronulla i was driving out to an area every every single every single weekend to get these brownies uh, these salted caramel organic vegan brownies and i didn't know that they were felicities and and then when we connected i was telling her all about these brownies and she's like that's my fucking company <laughs> yeah it was actually really funny yeah 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 so uh so how did you start the company how did you get to that point it was so it's successful it's australia wide now right yes yeah so not in every state but it's, it's in um pull it australia wide yeah, yeah yeah okay just claim that. yeah yeah <laughs> um soon international yeah so um it actually just started because um i'm a qualified chef firstly and um I just had Dakota from memory, and it was her first birthday coming up. Is that and your I wanted... first one? Is that your first one? Yeah, Dakota, Dakota yeah. yeah. So, um, and it was her first birthday coming up, and I wanted to make her something refined, sugar-free, gluten-free, all that type of stuff. So, you're one of those mums. No, yes, no, I'm, I'm I, I still am. You... So, you should be. But do you yeah. know what? I freaking am. <laughs> yeah, I'll own it. I, I get still you, am. I get so you should be. I'm only yeah. playing. I'm only playing. Yep. And, um... Anyway, and I kept trying to do it because obviously I wanted to prepare for it. Um, for this then, party. She was going to this party. party, yeah. And then I kept turning into a brownie. Like, I wouldn't lift because of the almond meal and stuff like that. I didn't want to put flour in it. I was like, fuck it. It's a brownie now. And then we took it there and then everyone started placing orders for it. Wow. And then just so happened someone was there that owned like a vegan, oh, a health food store. And yeah, and then it just kind of went from there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So just... A couple of brownies, or what were they supposed to be at the start? A cake. A cake, so a couple. But of... it wouldn't rise, and it looked like a, <laughs> like a, like yeah, like that's, a brownie. So. That's great. So a couple of uh, fake cakes have now turned you into a business owner. Yeah, and, a and they're very successful business. Yeah, yeah. It's kicking ass. It's yeah. Cool. And touching on that, there's, I, I feel that all listeners out there, and this, all everybody have had those moments in their lives where we've had ideas or had opportunities or had where we could have maybe taken the next step or taken a risk or something like that where a lot of us unfortunately have let these things slip yeah. slip, slip through our fingers right and it, like taking those risks it was obviously a big risk right what were you doing at this stage it was a massive risk so i was literally just a stay at home mom like i just had dakota and i was pregnant with Orlando. yeah 
because like they literally are a year apart so like yeah um yeah like i wasn't in a position to really start a business and have you been, have you have you been in business before i have i have i actually have um so before that i was a business manager for a retail company yep not your business though not my business okay. but before that i actually was in business with my dad for um a very successful motorbike company oh wow yeah I didn't know that. and i was like a general manager for and i owned half cool but um yeah it you fail sometimes in yeah, business and that's what happened, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. yeah, and I was very young when it happened. I was like 18, 19. Wow. So I was really young. Beautiful yeah. lessons though to learn at that oh, stage. Oh gosh, I, it was the best. Yeah. And t- t- the world of business, you know, there's so many highs, lows, success, failures. You learn a lot about people in business as well, right? You get a lot of rejection as well, don't you? Yes, yeah. exactly. Love that. And I think, you know, it's... Uh, do, you, do you feel that, that you know everybody should at least give a crack at, at a business because it teaches you so much about like, well not just give it a crack but fucking have a good go and and and, and try to own a successful business? Do you feel that, that? Yeah, I think that too. Yeah, I think a lot. Some people aren't made for business. You're true, very true. Because and, yes. I, and I think it's good because everyone otherwise we wouldn't be the world that we're in today. And I don't oh, think man, you're also. better if you have a business or if you work for someone yep. because some people fucking dominate working for someone and they're building someone else's dream and that's fucking incredible, And their right? own as well. And their own, yep. yeah, that's amazing and they've got a steady income and they don't that's have right. the highs and lows from business, you know what I mean? Yes. They don't have the overheads and stuff like that, which is like, once again, great. I think everyone should experience something that makes them feel warm inside. Oh, wow. You know? Or push them as well. Or pushes yeah, themselves yeah, yeah. or gives them a bit of butterflies or scares them or yes. anything like that. Like anything that makes you feel scared, go there. Yeah, yeah. You well know? said. Well said. Yeah. Push you and yeah. Even yeah. whether if that be a sport. Yeah, true. Or a hobby or something. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. Or starting a blog or yes. whatever it may be. Writing a book or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Speaking at your, at your kid's Wedding or whatever, you know. Yeah, asking a girl out. Yeah. Whatever it may be. Yeah. Go there. Yeah. 100%. I don't mind going there, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my Insta is. <laughs> so I, I, let's, okay, so let's talk about hitting me up. Uh, so you're single now, right? Yeah. Well, what was the yep before? What's going, <laughs> what's going on there, Felicity? What's going on in your love life at the moment, Felicity? Oh my gosh, are we going there? <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> are you, are you dating? Am I dating? No, I'm no, there's no one special in my life at the moment. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it sounds like we're moving on from this. <laughs> <laughs> you better not put this on. Okay, well, it looks as though we're moving on from this topic. <laughs> we'll have to interview her again in six months' time when she's getting a little something-something. Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, so what's something... Okay, you're successful at your business at the moment, right? So what's something major in your life that you've failed at and that you've learned from? Hopefully you won't. Mm, okay, um... I would say not taking rejection personally, and then I think I've, I've definitely lost really good business relationships by taking um, things personally. So really? meaning by like, for instance, when I first started getting into a business, I felt like if a store was um, or like a franchise or whatever was saying no to my product, they were saying no to me. Oh, well. And what you don't know, business is really small, and everyone talks, and how you react to that gets told somewhere else. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, wow. So it's just, yeah, taking things personally. Yeah. Yeah. And you've learned from that? Yes, I have. Still fuck up there, right? I'm I'm so empathetic when (laughs) I I always take things. Yeah, very diplomatic and stuff like that. And, like, I really know that the way that people act in situations really has little to do with you. Because I know things that I do has nothing to do with that other person as well. Like, I do things because of how I feel and my conditioning and and how I think and, yeah, you know? Yeah, cool. So you're... 
you take care of you you focus on number one quite a bit right which, yeah, I do. which isn't self which you know people see it as selfish as being a bad thing but being selfish and being self-aware is what can help you experience and express love and express life really yeah. right yeah I, I, yeah oh gosh like i think it's hard to become selfish but in saying that the better person i am the better daughter i am the better sister i am the better yes. mother i am the better friend i am you so know true 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. okay um anything for me felicity Ooh, can i do you <laughs> well, if you want <laughs> <laughs> um okay what is the biggest humbling experience that you've had this year this year yeah that's taught you the most like maybe actually you know what i'd rather say i'm going to redo this what is the biggest emotional breakthrough that you've had about yourself in the past 12 months wow. something that you've Emotion. called yourself out on I, I i know exactly what this is and i don't know if you're asking this question because you know what it is as well but relationships yeah a loving relationship is yeah. a big one that i'm that i'm still working on big time yeah i coming out of a marriage like with 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 jade and where we're all best friends the, the three of us and even before that being in a relationship for about a couple of years before that and then coming out and get, getting to another relationship i realized the same patterns that the same things that were occurring and 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 i was like you know is is oh, okay maybe i have to find another person yeah you know okay is it better everything comes back to me and and I've, I've become aware of that and i've i've realized you know this every time i go to get in or i start liking someone and i'm really keen on this person then all of a sudden this this switch sort of happens where it's something where i get detached from or something that where okay I, this is what i want this and i just sort of have these these moments and it's something that i really need to work on is my 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 relationships and my association to love and being in a, a loving relationship. The fear of being vulnerable, do you reckon? I, I, I feel I'm so, like my life now is, I love my life. Like yeah. Everything's great. Everything, and my ideas, like I, I know this is false, but my, my ideas on a relationship is something that's going to um, limit that. And can I just touch on this as well? Everyone has these ideas. We, we, we all have these stories of what an, a relationship is yes, meant to be like. Yes, that's right. What it can do for us and what it can't do for us, right? So true. Yeah. So true. And I, I do know a lot of this comes from, and it does, a lot of my, my upbringing and certain things yep. that maybe my dad have said about relationships and, and then me experiencing maybe a bad relationship firsthand and now, now I've all, and just being amongst my friends as well. I'm, I'm, I've, a lot of my friends were boisterous sort of guys, and we'd, yeah, and, and you know, I play on both sides. Again, I've got my my deep and enlightened friends, yeah. and then I've, then I've got my, my 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 other guys, and and my association to you know, I'm a loving guy. I love love. I love falling in love. I love love. I fall yeah, in love you easily. are. Yeah, I love love, but I fall out just as quick, and and I think it's 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 me. It's a lot. I've got like a mental and emotional block there, and it's something that I really need to work on. And I have been. You have been. I, I just want to say that's what the reason why I brought it up because I I. Honestly, the amount of growth that you've done over the past 12 months, but specifically more six months, is just so inspiring. Like, Thank it you. just makes me, like, I look at you and I'm just like, oh my gosh, amazing. Like, I'm just Thank so you. proud of you. Thank you so but, much. And I also want to reason bring that up is like, 
we can sit on this podcast and be like, um, you might perceive us as like these spiritual freaking self-aware people, but we have all, we have our shit too. And we have our struggles and that's okay. And that's once again, don't put us into a category right now and think that we're living life, meditating on a rock, you know, like drinking kombucha and (laughs) do you know what I mean? Like, and, but in saying that, like that's a journey, it's not a destination, you know, and it's definitely like, you'll never get there. Yeah. You know? Yes. It's just and about... that's a fun thing, right? We yeah. don't want to ever get there. We want to keep keep stepping up. And I'm excited for this, you know, this next... Well, I'm excited for life, really, and just getting to know myself more about this. Because, like I said, I love love, and I've, and, I, and I've had some incredible people in my life of late. And it's my... F- and it's not a regret thing, but it's like, am I going to question this in, in a year's time, in two years' time, and go, I fucked up? Yeah. And... I, you know, I'm big for living in the moment, but I'm also not perfect. And I do yeah. really re- things and go, fuck, what, 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 I let that slip. And, but a lot of it comes back to me. So yeah, there's, there's the next journey of these next six, 12 months and, and I'm going for life. Yeah, maybe not about them going, oh, maybe they're not right for me. Maybe it's like, it's me. you're not right right now. Yes, yeah, exactly. I'm not right to be in a relationship. Yeah. Because you need to, you're still discovering still yourself, you yeah. know? Yeah. I need to be alone for a while. And yeah. people jump from relationship to relationship without even, even figuring out why they keep fucking up or why they, why these relationships break they down. They could just keep bringing baggage and baggage That's right. and baggage. That's right. And keep yeah. blaming the other person, you know? And, and I did that. I... They're not, they're not pleasing me sexually. They're not doing this. They're not, um, they've changed or whatever. But even these last 12 to, to 12 months to two, to two years, I've, I've realized that it is me and it's something that I need to work on because yeah. the same habits are coming up. So that's something that I'm, yeah, a, a big breakthrough for me. See, that's massive. It is. Thank you, you know? so much for that question. That yeah, cool. no, I think it's cool because like, I think it's so easy for people to listen. And I do it too. I listen to people's podcasts and I'm like, I wish I could be like them. Like they go on here every week and like they never have issues and they're just <laughs> living this perfect life and they must have all these healthy relationships. And like, you know, I still don't. Like I still have challenges all the time and for I'm sure. still working through shit and, and learning more about myself and I still have insecurities and I still have bad days, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Well, thanks for um, turning that shit on me, Felicity. Cool? <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. Well, Hopefully he doesn't edit this out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, no editing. Uh, only a couple of coughs here and there. Anyways, uh, so, well, that's with this, this week's episode. Felicity, I just want to say, you know, it's been, since really getting in touch with you and knowing you and, and, and just speaking to you pretty much daily, my life's better for it. And I really appreciate you coming today and sharing your thoughts, your feelings and your emotions with, with my audience. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, love you. I love you too. Aww. Thank you so much. <laughs> and thank you for listening guys. <laughs> yeah, thanks guys. And, uh, back to that. So if you want to follow my homegirl Felicity, she's, and jump on there and, and send a hate mail like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> no, Why sh- do you get Botox? <laughs> share, share the love, guys. Like, share the love. Like, we yeah. want to flood out all that hatred. So, share the love. Jump on there. Tell her what you think um, She on today's episode especially and share your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions and just keep spreading it, guys. Suss her out on her Insta page, Felicity, F-E-L-I, is it triple C, I-T-Y? It's four C's, four C. I-C-T. Wait. <laughs> Felicity with four C's. Cool? Yeah. Yeah, you'll saturate. If you can't find it, jump on my thing. I'll leave a link to it. Uh, her her vlog as well is... Felicity Morgan. Felicity Morgan, so vlogging. And my my Insta, which is most important, is... <laughs> <laughs> Luke's Kennedy, L-U-K-E-S Kennedy. Subscribe to my podcast. Felicity reminded me before the episode to make sure I tell people to, to subscribe to this because I don't do that. I've got no idea what I'm doing, guys. <laughs> so please, guys, keep spreading the love. Um, and... Leave a review in this um, uh, in the in the review section for the podcast. And here's to another good week, guys. Thank you. Peace out. Bye.